So, summer's finally over. Dude, my favorite freaking time of the year, yeah. and it's over. Yeah, it was it's, quick. It's a little chilly, but uh, <laughs> I was just thinking back, man. Like One of my favorite stories this past summer was whenever we, were, we went to the lake out in Austin. We went and saw you. Yeah, was, dude. Yeah, That was a good time. Golfed on Saturday. Sister-in-law's birthday. And, right. And it was a hell of a time on the boat. There was like 60 of us on there. We only knew like 20 people, yeah. but my, my sister-in-law's uh, co- uh, co-workers were there. And yeah, dude, it was a, it was yeah. a big it, group of people. And we it were, was a lot of drinking. A bro. lot. Too much. Yeah, not a lot was, of eating, though. Not a lot. There were some hot Definitely dogs. There was some guac. I remember that guac? I'll that tell guac you what, bro. I'll tell you what. I ate a hot dog. Hey. And we were on there for five hours, and I ate a hot dog. No buns, no condiments. You ate a weenie. A hot dog. We didn't even a have wiener. breakfast that morning. We were running late. <laughs> I, had, I had four almonds. Oh, my God. Anyways, so I was fine. We partied out. Uh, and in, I'm a... I love scotch. I love whiskey. I drink that all the time. But if I'm outside in the heat, I can't drink it. So uh, I opt for vodka and Waterloo watermelon. Dude, that was a dude. That drink. Let me say something about that. It is sneaky, dude. Because you could barely. It tastes delicious. And ninja. And yeah, super ninja. And you can't even taste the alcohol in it, really, dude. And you had you had a fucking bottle of vodka. Yeah. And, and a twelve pack of fucking so, club and, soda and was, or whatever that shit is. I was together perfectly. Yeah. Wasn't I, wasn't I, 100% I didn't think you were that drunk. Coherent. I mean, you were drunk, but yeah. like we're all a little 100% drunk. One hundred percent coherent. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And then we, we so they the took plan us was uh, to drive back to Houston. These they, motherfuckers they are us, driving back they to took Houston. Took us back to the parking lot, and uh, yeah. Mike drove to Austin from Houston, and I rode with Mike. And as soon as we got in the car, like my world turned upside down. Oh no, and, dude! Because uh, where we went, it was kind of a drive to get out there, and it was like hilly and windy yeah. and turny. And so that on the way back, that was probably fucking hell being I, I the legit, passenger. I, I legit remember walking back to Mike's car, but not entering. Oh, the car. oh! And I do remember bits and pieces after that. And like you, Chris, you when you get kind of drunk, you piss on everything. I well, do. I have a problem of throwing up everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I definitely threw up all over Mike's car. Multiple times. <laughs> I painted his car in vomit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we actually, Mike pulled over because I was pretty bad and I was throwing up outside. And uh, a cop, actually, I don't remember much. I remember him <laughs> coming so up to us. we stopped uh, three different times for you to throw up. Uh, the oh second time, the second time we stopped, a cop pulled up behind us and was like, hey, do you guys need to go to the hospital? Oh, my like, God. No, no, we're, don't we're worry, good. man. This, guy, this happens to him all the time. <laughs> Bro. He's, he's solid. Yeah. Bro, you're really pale. He probably thought you were white. That white privilege, bro. You got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, I Dude getting... the cop came up and asked you if you guys needed help. Yeah. yeah. If you needed an he ambulance. Was totally, he, like, let us go. <laughs> he was yeah. like, no, you're he fine. Wasn't, he was totally let us go. <laughs> well, I guess he knew you weren't driving, yeah. right? Yeah. Mike was driving. I'm so surprised you're he fine. just like didn't question like That's, Mike's sobriety. I right know <laughs> you guys just completely <laughs> got but, away with it. But yeah, dude. So I remember bits and pieces. I remember like trying my hardest not to throw up, but my body forced itself to. Oh. And I remember just like holding my vomit in, and mm. I couldn't. And then like it sprayed all over Mike's car. Oh, I was like, yeah. dude, you know why it sprayed? It went through your fingers. You know, you know when it like, went through you, my lips, dude. I was trying oh, to keep it tight. Yeah, when it you just, pinch the water hose and it just there was so much pressure built up in that motherfucker, and it was like hairspray. But you know, you have yeah, like you said, you have a history of this shit, dude. I have a fucking okay. folder in my phone of pictures of you throwing up in college, <laughs> and every yeah. now and then I'll fucking use one and send it yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, man. Because you threw up in one of our, we won't say her name, because she's a lovely girl from college. Uh, at Halloween night, remember Halloween night, like in twenty. Only time I've ever got twelve out of a bar. Twenty eleven, yeah. back in the day, and you got kicked out of the bar. You called the guy short. 
at, yeah. at the restroom and Definitely. like and you almost got, <laughs> poor guy he was guy. he was just washing his hands you're like why are you so short bro <laughs> he was like five two he was really short no but he was like what he was like he was like hey man can you move like, i'm trying to wash my hands yeah. and i was like what are you like six two <laughs> He was five two, and uh, and then you threw up, and 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 the lovely girl that took took well, she, you and to Brad be, home to that be, night. To be fair, me and Brad didn't want to leave. No, but they she, were adamant about taking right. us home, which is probably the right call. Yeah, and you're like, but, okay, well, yeah. you're gonna have to deal well, with the consequences. Really, we didn't want to go, and right. then we both of us tag teamed that car, <laughs> barfed in that thing, a new car at that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brand new car. And then I remember like the next day, she was like, "You guys threw up my car. Do you want to clean it?" And I was like. We didn't ask you to take this. Yeah, home. you yeah, you yeah. rolled the dice with she us. Was, she was the one who was insistent on that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then you threw up in Haley's car too, right? Twice. Damn, bro. I th- tag teamed that one with Jose once. You and cars, bro. Uh, you and- there was also uh, uh, that one year on my birthday when Mark came up to Houston and uh, Haley came home. She was working the night that we went uh, out. She came well, home that wasn't in the car. That doesn't really count. Okay. Yeah. Just, if, it's, if it wasn't I in the car, it doesn't I mean, count. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone throws up when they drink a lot. So. Right. We're talking about the car ones. Right. And there's one more. I can't remember. Dude. But yeah, man, I, I just do it out all the time. Oh, it happens God. in cars. I'm usually fine, dude. Like, completely coherent. I remember everything. And then, like, as soon as I enter the vehicle, black out. Don't oh. remember shit. Throw up everywhere. <laughs> Fucking wild. Yeah, I remember you were, like, you felt pretty bad about throwing up in Mike's car. Yeah, I did. <laughs> there I was, did. like, it was, like, on the on the roof, <laughs> on the ceiling of the car. <laughs> it was pretty bad, man. That one was bad because, dude, I got home, and I was just, like, I had a tank on, and I was just, like, covered uh-huh. in chunks. You had to change your shirt three times. <laughs> How was it dropping him off, like handing him over? Oh, I had texted Haley. I was like, "Hey, Haley, uh, I'm, a, I'm about to drop Tom off, but he's a, he's, he's really pretty drunk." It's like, "All right, I'll meet you downstairs." So oh. yeah, man, it's it's kind of crazy because that kind of like drunk is like in the heat, and you're just yeah. drinking because you're thirsty, and it feels good, and it's refreshing, and like you said, man, it creeps up on you. It doesn't it does. feel like you're drinking a whole lot of yeah. alcohol, and then it's like, whoa. This is actually episode numero 10. This is number 10, ten for us. What? We are without our precious member, Marlon. We, he's actually missing. We have no idea where he's at. Marlon, if, if you if you hear this, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're watching this, please let us know we where love you, are. you We love you. We miss you. Come, home. Come back home. <laughs> Come back home. Anyways, I'm Tom. Mike. I'm Chris. And I'm yeah. Marlon. <laughs> we got a couple things on the agenda tonight. The first thing is, you know, we've been going through the different kind of liquors and different types of alcohols and, and kind of like rating them or, or trying to, you know, do, do different taste tests. Like with the vodka, we did like a price. We try to guess which vodka was the most expensive out of four and stuff like that. Uh, for, for this episode, we're going to actually do something with tequila. And uh, yeah, we're just going to, there's three different types of tequila three different phases of tequila and of course like the first one is is the blanco that's like the baby tequila mike you know more about tequila if you want yeah to give us so a rundown. i i uh did a, a tour of a tequila factory in mexico a few years ago and i also did a little bit of research because i didn't remember everything but uh basically tequila it's pretty easy to to ferment uh, it comes from the agave plant they basically take the core of the plant grind it down and then the pus of that or whatever's left over they put it into a vat and mm. it ferments so like after seven days or so you'll end up with a uh, tequila tequila blanco nice um and then at that point you can put it in 
oak barrels, and depending on how long you age it, you'll end up with tequila reposado or tequila añejo. Yeah. So if you leave it in for about two two months or so, two months to to a year, you end up with reposado. Anything over a year, it's añejo. Añejo. See, I feel like a bad Mexican, bro, because I had no idea. I, had, yeah. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. And tequila is our drink. It was made in Guadalajara. Yeah. It comes from Mexico. And I feel like, you know, this is part of my culture, and I need to learn more about it. And that's what we're doing today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tequila's always been rough, man. Always like, you know, high school and college. Yeah. Man, it's always like middle school. Take, yeah. take a shot. Elementary. Uh, elementary school. Pre-K. Yeah. Um, Dude, I love uh, up with some of my juice. I have fond, fond. I mean, I know people don't like tequila. I love tequila, though. But I, I really I, only I do. do like the, the, the blanco, right? Mm-hmm. Like stuff that you shoot at a bar when it's cold yeah. and you got a lime and the salt and the whatever. Like and it, it's I just have really good memories of drinking. Yeah. Like when I drink, when I take a shot of tequila at a bar, I know it's gonna go down, yeah. dude. It's gonna be one of those. You don't take a shot of tequila if you're not gonna go fucking hard and make some memories and yeah. have a good time with your friends. You know what, what I mean? Uh, you're not like, oh, we're gonna go soft today. Let's yeah. get shots of tequila. No, I, I like, it's not why, that thing. But there's a lot of bad tequilas out there. And I think yeah. that's why it's kind yeah. of like sometimes like you want a shot of tequila and sometimes you're like, yeah, Ugh. yeah, you know, because because yeah. everybody's really had a bad shot of tequila. Yeah, it was hot. It was really terrible shitty tequila yeah. so yeah what you, what were you gonna say? i was gonna say one of the one of the handful of times that i've ever gotten blackout drunk in my life was because uh i drank way too much tequila so it started off with uh dinner with some friends mm. we ate at uh, uh las playas I or la playa, la playa, la playa. And, and corpus and we had uh, we had margaritas but it wasn't just the margaritas we decided that we were gonna do shots of don julio oh so we took like three shots there don jay and then uh, just kept it going with tequila that night. unless you threw up in a car mike that's right I mike threw up, in a brand new car i threw up on <laughs> the side bitch, of my car i i managed yeah, to I get the door it. open <laughs> i have also thrown up on the side of my car for the record <laughs> i got a little bit in yeah not a lot but a not as bit. much as tom yeah. <laughs> so so getting back to the tequila um, um, what what kind of properties does the, te- the tequila like take after being aged for so long? Does, how does the flavor kind of transform? So it becomes uh, richer, I guess is the word to describe it. It's uh, more flavorful. Um, and, and it does it have anything to do with the where it's stored, like in barrels or yeah, whatever? So yeah, so it's okay. it's st- stored in oak barrels. Oh, so that's basically what gives it the oh, uh, the dark the co- color. The color. Yeah, okay. that's what gives it the color. Nice. Like like with scotch. And, right, right. Well, I just, you know, I was making sure. No, 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 no. I, was thinking, I, mean, it's, you know, <laughs> I didn't know it was oak. Shape, that's, that's, uh, that's so, a uh, we hit up, we hit up a liquor store and we bought the, the three variations the of uh, same, same brand of tequila. So we're going to try those out. Yes. Yeah. We wanted to stick to the same brand just to kind of have a base c- it comparable. Just, yeah. Just, we have the same baseline and just kind of like test what the age actually does to the tequila. Right. Um, and, and we found that whenever you taste alcohol back to back to back to back, you tend to fucking notice the difference in them. That's for one sure. of the things. And I, I will add, though, we had this young lady help us out there, and we totally just disregarded, disregarded. what she said entirely. <laughs> She's like, yeah, these are really, really good. Kristen liked the bottles, so we picked the one with the best marketing that had, like, you know, the three different types the of tequila. And so, yeah, man, we had this cool bottle well, with, a, with, a, with a bull on it. To be fair, you also did some research, and uh, the Añejo got four stars, and these other ones won some awards somewhere. So, I mean, you know. I feel like at other... some point in time, every liquor bottle has won an award. Has won something. <laughs> yeah. Damn, the best tequila in Robstown or what? <laughs> that has a... A flavor so, that I'm trying to figure out. So Mike just what it Mike tried out the Blanco. <laughs> Mike just jumped <laughs> the gun. Mike went head first. Mike, first. This is Mike is balls deep in the Blanco this right is now. Called Toro de Lidia. So Toro de Lidia. This has kind of a smoky taste to it, but what? I like it. <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Is it like vanilla y? 
Ooh. It's good, right? It, it's smooth. It is flavorful. It is. I do get a little smoke and um, a like little vanilla, sweetness. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. smoky sweetness. I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's vanilla, though. And then it's dry at the Let's end. Let's talk about the price points for these. So the Blanco started out at how, at how much? Uh, maybe 24 bucks or 24 something like bucks that. 24 yeah. for, for like the baseline yeah. cheapest one. Oh, wow. That is not bad tequila, man. It's like, not if, bad. If you had to take a shot of this. Oh, goodness. Yeah, right? Chilled? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Easy, bro. Easy. Come on, that's that's delicious it's tequila. tequila. It's fucking cream soda. Is it right? right. You know, I think that's you nailed it. The way. It is like a cream. It's it is like, like cream, a cream. Right? I, I wouldn't go as far as vanilla, but it does taste like whipped cream. It's fucking Aunt Jemima's. What is that? Is that Aunt? Is that Aunt Jay? This is on my pancakes. <laughs> and the, and right on cue, Mike's in on the goddamn Mike. Mike is jumping the gun. He doesn't. You've had a long week or what? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Say something. He's just drinking <laughs> He's tequila. Chugging it. <laughs> Mike, I feel like Mike's slow down. A slower with like the drinking whenever Dude. we do tests, but man, he's dead. Who the fuck? Right the who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> oh, okay. Put oh, the blanco yeah. down here. Yeah, move it. Yeah. Okay. Sound. Yeah. The reposado. How much was the reposado, Tom? Probably twenty six or something like that. Yeah, twenty eight. Twenty six, twenty eight. I think yours was like thirty two or something, huh? The yanyaho. So describe the difference. Between the Blanco, it's and... not as creamy. Mm-mm. It's not as creamy. Really? Yeah, and just like it, it's, you can definitely tell the difference between the creaminess. I mm-hmm. still get a little bit of sweetness, but it is not as in your face as that Blanco is. That Blanco is delicious, though. It's mm-hmm. good. So which one do you prefer? This is good. I think I right like now for what it is, the Blanco. The Blanco for what it is. Um, but this is still good. This is still good. You get this. I feel like this would be really good. Like, a, 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 you know, if you mix it like in a margarita and stuff. I feel like that's a good taste. Good little margarita taste. Mm. And you get um, maybe a hint more smoke, a little more smokiness, less creaminess. It's still sweet though, but not as creamy. Do you know, yeah, you know what not, I mean? I don't. I don't find it sweet at all. Like the other one was like, damn, this is sweet tequila. This is um, a little drier, right? Uh, yeah, maybe you could say that. I, I just feel like I still got a little sweetness, um, but not cream. Like not that kind of sweetness. I feel like it's more like a, like a green kind of flavor if that makes any sense does it like taste a, like a blended whiskey like a scotch or something almost, like a blend right yeah it, I, it's definitely not sweet it, i mean maybe there's a there's a tad bit of sweetness but yeah definitely that vanilla note is kind of mellowed out it's right. more mm-hmm. it's it tastes it's more, more like, subdued right it tastes more like an agave plant you know right. than i think the blanco did which is kind of crazy but yeah i, I don't know that almost tastes like a like a that you're right i think that just tastes like a regular Blanco of any other kind of tequila that I've had. Right, yeah. That kind of tastes like a Spallone. Like I just feel like Blanco it's smoother, Spallone. though. It's smoother than the one we had first. Um, I, I, I think it's, there's some taken off the top. Uh, so, going down, you think? Yeah. For me, mm. at least, that's the way I, the I kind of... I don't know. Well, I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I think maybe just because um, it's not as creamy or as as sweet, maybe you can... can I can see how you can think that it was smoother. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like there was the same amount of smoothness to me. Well, I don't think that was any harsher. I don't know harsher. if the same laws apply to tequila. I would imagine they would, like they do in, in, in whiskey. So basically, the longer you leave it in the wood, the more of the wood it takes in. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what we're tasting. So maybe, maybe the agave is uh, really, really sweet, and so it stays in there for you know a little bit more time, and it huh. takes more on that wood flavor. 
Got so it. maybe that's what's toning down. It could the, be it. Uh, it could yeah, be yeah, it. Right. That. It mutes, mutes some of that sweetness. Yeah. Okay, so what was the price point again on the Reposado? 27 bucks, uh, yeah, something 20, like that? I'd say $27, okay. I think. It was yeah. between 26 and 30 right. uh, The Añejo was about 34 bucks. Pour that one uh, up. 34 35 bucks. Uh, Mike, you've been fucking doing the honors, so I guess <laughs> I'll let you do it. Frank uh, the Turk. So Añejo... Uh, Obviously, in Spanish, año is a year, and añejo is what they call it if it's been uh, aged for longer than a year. So it makes sense. I just realized that. Um, and I'm, I'm actually ex- digging this. Uh, I like it. This no, that's salad, good. The more I drink it, I guess I need to go back to the Blanco again. But the we'll try it. Yeah, we'll try it again. But I usually don't like sweet stuff. You know, I usually t- tend to go to more uh, spicy uh, flavors or smoky flavors. But I, I, I actually really dug the Blanco. No, it was really good. I mean, the, so far, these tequilas have been. They're uh, fucking great. Oh, the first two. Uh, Mike's got a weird look on his face this on the one, on the añejo. This one is, uh, I guess, just like further up the scale. Like it's a little more woody. Okay. So a little. Did you get any spice or smoke? I didn't get too much smoke. Yeah, I don't think you get smoke until you get to like mezcal. Probably. Yeah. We'll get into mezcals next Probably. time. But yeah. I thought the añejo would still have a little bit of mezcal, uh, yeah. smoke in it, but maybe not. Let's see. Honestly, I think I preferred the the blanco of these three. Mm. it's still smooth but it's not as flavorful because it's the the i think I, i'm with you on that i kind of i was uh taken aback by the sweetness like if i, I had don't to like do it. if i had to do a shot of these i would i would pick yeah. the, the blanco and i sure. didn't think i was going to if you told me that it was going to taste creamy i don't think i would have liked it uh but comparing it to these other two the creaminess is kind of what i'm liking about this version mm-hmm. of tequila about this kind of tequila mm-hmm. here you go tom get a, get a taste of that añejo um, so still I was, good. I was There's, checking the alcohol content exactly the same. They're all forty percent. Yeah. Yeah, this one smells not as sweet, like on the nose and your smell. Right, it. right. I think I like this one the best, man. You think so? I think I like how it transforms and is more mellow and is more. Yeah. I guess it is taking on that that woody flavor. I yeah. like how it just. I like how it does that, man. And it's cool how, how we've been able to kind of, I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, we've been for able sure. to kind of like the transformation. It's like really mm-hmm. yeah. sweet. And then it kind of tones yeah. in a little bit with the, the reposado. Yeah. And with the añejo, it comes out and it's just like nice and smooth, not too sweet. It, there's a very, very subtle hint of sweetness. Right. But there's more of like an earthy tone there. Right. And, and I, and I it really is. like that. I really it is. like that. Um, and I, I, I got picked up the same thing as you did there. Um, for some reason, though, I'm just, I'm, I'm leaning more on I'm the on the like, sweeter scale as far as preference for these tequilas i don't know why i mean it's, it's still good no it is all uh, of them are great and i'm I usually and I, like could, I, said, I could shoot any of those yeah. right but but i feel like I'd, i if i was sipping tequila i'd definitely go for the añejo yeah but just because it does i feel like it is a little bit more complex right i feel like the the blanco is just sweet this right. one has a little bit more going on there's 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 a sweetness yeah. there's more earthy tone there's more like a little bit a little bit of like a a plant kind of green i don't want to say dirt i don't want to say dirt because it sounds bad but you do get like a like a a woody i was like thinking a... pepper like think black pepper. Yeah. That's what yes, I was thinking. Yes, 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 yes. Kind of earthy. Yeah. Wow. Damn, that was delicious, Damn. man. What a, this is this is great tequila, guys. What's the, the name again? I don't know. Did we even Toro say the name? Toro de Lidia. Toro de, de Lidia. Lidia. And uh you can find it at Specs. Um sound, it looks like it's readily available at yeah. most uh uh you know, uh Specs or yeah. Total Wine or liquor stores. Um, but damn, dude, I, I really thought I was going to like the Añejo the best. I, I thought so, too. Um, and I usually do. I usually don't like the sweet stuff. I do. I um, like it the best. Yeah, and I think we... I'm, dude, I'm really impressed that we all picked up on those notes like that, and we all kind of agreed on it. Yeah. 
dope, dude. Are we getting good at this or what? Fuck. When are we going to open a, our own brand of liquor? I don't know, bro. <laughs> but we need to pick on the liquor. Would it be scotch? What's the easy? We'd we, probably we, be tequila. We don't live in Scotland. I know. That'd be pretty rough. I know. It'd be harder to do. Let's just make tequila, but we, we don't live in Mexico, so. <laughs> yeah, so, so tequila, buy a has, tequila has to be made in the state of Guadalajara right. or a few other states around there. I thought it was there. Jalisco. Guadalajara is the city. Guadalajara is the city. Jalisco is the city. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it has to be made in the state of Jalisco. Right. Um, and then there's a few other states. I think four other states. I know Michoacan's one of them. Uh, Tamaulipas is the other. And there's two other states that you can make it, but they're very small areas. It's just one little region right. in Mexico that has, right. where tequila has to be made. And if it's not made right. there, it ain't tequila, bro. It ain't tequila. And I know that they make, like, they call it tequila, but they use something other than agave to make it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, te- they call it tequila, but it's not. if it's not agave, it's not tequila, technically. So, you know, so the, agave all comes from Mexico, made in Mexico. Yeah, man. So, so fuck Jose Cuervo and all those other brands. Like, no, this shit dude. is pretty good. And Dude, to be honest with you, I mean the price point on these not They're very bad at affordable, all. yeah, not bad at all for an añejo, thirty four bucks. And I think I was telling you guys whenever we were leaving the liquor store that I feel like Scotch is probably the, the highest priced fucking like liquor, yeah. liquor you can buy. You got that expensive taste, boy. You get like that. No, I mean it's just completely. It's just the, the way. It, I mean, it's just so much different. Right. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I mean this takes a year to make. Scotch, yeah, Scotch, yeah, 14, 18, 18 depending on which one you like, right? Yeah, for sure. So it makes sense for the price difference yeah. there. But, yeah, I mean, anything else you guys want to say about the tequilas? I mean, I think we're going to keep sipping on these as the episode goes on, though. I mean, I know I am. <laughs> Pass me <laughs> yeah, that for Blanc. Sure, for, sure, for sure. Pass me that, that Blanc. Blanco. Yeah, I'll take some of that mm. uh, Añejo. Añejo was... So, uh, what, whatever Uber is going to drive us later tonight, better watch out for Tom. Because <laughs> he's Sabbath. drinking tequila. You make it seem like every time I drink, I... Th- <laughs> it's I know, just like instantly? I've like only thrown up out, in a car four times. <laughs> only four times. Only four times. Yeah, Never uh, in an Uber though. Ever. No, no. So while you're pouring these up, uh, let's just let's just segue right into our uh, our next topic, right? I mean, yeah. So which, we got, uh, what do we got next, Chris? Uh, what was it? What was it? So we were gonna talk about uh, watches. The here. watches. That's right. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm I'm I dropped a down payment. Not a down payment. My, the watch that I want is on back order. And I, I and I and I dropped a, a pretty good chunk of change to Nothing, reserve it, nef- right? Yeah, to reserve it. This is because they're on back order. Um, they're making it right now. It'll be here in a, in a, in a couple of months, hopefully. Um, and so Chris is Chris is a watch guy. I'm a watch guy. Uh, I've been I'm excited to get my hands on it. And we thought, hey, let's just talk about watches. It's such a, I don't know, like I, like I I tell some people that I drop this much money on a watch, and it's not that much money, like relatively speaking. Right. Um, some people think for a watch it is a lot of money. For like uh, technically for a watch, people think that. I know is Chris doesn't. Let me ask Mike. Mike, I dropped. $2,000 to reserve this watch. That's half the price of the watch. What do you think? Is that a lot of money? No. Okay. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah, so um, I got into automatic watches about a year and a half ago. And, uh, you know, I have a few Seikos. I have some Orients. That's another brand owned by Seiko. And then I finally wanted to get into Swiss watches. And I was doing a lot of research on them. And, you know, there's some, some cheaper swiss made watches that are that are great but the more i started doing research on it the more and more i kind of wanted to get something that was going to stand the test of time and that was going to sort of uh if i ever had to sell it it was going to maintain its value that way um and so i I decided on tudor and tudor is actually the sister company of rolex and and chris you can give us kind of the background about about that yeah so uh you know 
obviously Rolex is a well-known brand in the, in the watch industry, well-established. And so the whole idea behind Tudor was to make a watch brand that could be a little more experimental because Rolex is known for being more traditional and for precision, precision and for perfection. Mm-hmm. And so Rolex as a company doesn't really like to take many chances or like to be uh their their kind of their motto is be evolutionary not revolutionary so don't don't be the first necessarily sometimes they are but don't be like the one that takes the biggest risk just just make it perfect every time right and so with tudor um they they wanted to make one a more affordable uh, uh a watch you know it was supposed to be a like a rolex for the for for like the everyday man but you know nowadays tutors are so expensive that that's kind of gone out the window because <laughs> tutors aren't really for like the everyday man i wouldn't sure. say um but uh, with tutor they they do things like try different accent colors you know oranges reds things that colors that you wouldn't necessarily see yeah. in a rolex you know so they take more chances with with the uh with the tutor brand and they um they end up being a, like uh still traditional looking but modern at the same mm-hmm. time and they make beautiful timepieces. but people just they they don't understand that Ro- Tudor is Rolex. Rolex mm-hmm. makes Tudor. It's the same case. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, like Tudor's Chevy and uh, yeah. and Rolex's Cadillac. If I had to put it, yeah. but even then, it's right. not a direct court. Like it doesn't completely no. kind of you know. It's like Banana the, Republic the, in the Gap. The only, so the, it's the, the case is the same. The crown, the crystal, the bracelet. Some older Tudors. I don't know if your Tudor uh, that's being made now is going to have this but some old some of the older tutors if you look at the bracelet it it, it will have the rolex mm-hmm. uh symbol even they're, the they're, crown even the crown will even the crown will the bracelet will so it's the rolex pieces it's mm-hmm. the exact same pieces but i don't know if you want to get into this tom as far as the only difference is the movement of the yeah, watches traditionally tutors the only difference between a tutor and a rolex was the movement so basically the movement is inside everything that's that's telling time everything that's working the anatomy of the watch what's inside of it that was not made by rolex or not made by tutor it's an it's an outhouse it was an etta uh, or yeah. something close to an etta um which is just basically an off-the-shelf yeah. movement fantastic movement great movement but it wasn't in-house so every it's time anytime swiss, something's swiss made movement. in-house it's going to be a little bit pricier right but now tutor is making their own in-house movements and that kind of like I got really, you know, that I got really excited about that, and that's why I decided on this watch. I'm getting a Black Bay 58, which is a great watch. It's 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 paying homage to like the old diver watches right. from the 50s and the 60s. That's why, it, hence the name 58. So it's a really cool watch, and I'm really excited to get it. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to talk about like why it's okay to spend that much money on a watch. Right. right? Obviously, the watch is a four thousand dollar watch. It's expensive, but relatively speaking, because Rolexes go for far more money. Oh my God! For a brand new, for like so, the equivalent of of what you're getting is the Submariner Rolex. It's twice that for brand new, at least twice that. Yeah. Uh, depending on the options, the colors, you know, whatever. So, um, even used, even used Submariners will go for seven thousand, eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars, depending on how old they are and the condition of them. So. Getting a brand new Tudor, being the first and only owner of it for four thousand dollars, is I think that's a steal. You know, that's a hell insane, of a deal. I, so it wasn't exactly. I think it comes down to like thirty eight sixty seven with taxes right. whenever I pay for it. So not quite four thousand. Right. Um, but you know what's crazy is I could have bought a used one right now for like forty five hundred. That's like the the bare minimum they're paying for on the bracelet. Cause, right. Because you can get it on a NATO or a leather strap. Right. But on the bracelet, which is what I want. Yeah. You're gonna pay more for it. 
because if, if you want it right now, yeah. you're gonna pay fucking a thousand dollars more for it, which is insane to me. Just right. wait a few months and get a brand new fucking watch, bro. <laughs> right. So right. that, but that's also enticing for me, be, just because if I if I need to sell it, if I want right. to sell it for whatever reason, I can sell it for right. more money than what I bought it. If for. you have a pros pros and cons list, the the fact that it holds its value and it's going to keep holding that value is definitely on the pros list. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? It's some it's it's it is kind of like an investment that you get to wear around every day. You Absolutely. Know? It, and and so like the the way the reason I got into watches and the way that I kind of fell for it so hard was because like I heard this watchmaker talking on a podcast once and he he described watchmaking like art like it was an art right and he was saying like you know analog watches digital watches those things are like prints right but a fully mechanical handmade swiss or even japanese made watch right that is the fucking on paint on canvas right that is the automatically like so much more beautiful because right. of that. You know what I mean? I don't right. know. It's something that something about that spoke to me, Bro. man. And I, I mean, I'm an artist, right? So I, I'm an artistic person. I'm gonna call myself an artist, but I'm an artistic person. And, and something about that sentiment kind of like really spoke oh, to dude. me. And so when I heard that, I was like, that is so fucking cool. Because right. the person who made these watches trained for years and years to be able mm. to make that. Yeah. Not anyone can just make a fucking watch like that. Right. And so something about that just kind of spoke to me. And then I right. started doing more and more research. And before I would say like Rolex, and I would think to myself like. Only douches wear Rolexes. <laughs> and I feel like that's like a, you know, people might think that. They see you're wearing a Rolex, they might think it's fake or you're a douche. Right. And fair, you know? But right. the more and more I started doing research, I was realizing, like, why Rolex was so, is so important in horology and in watchmaking. It's just, like, they're so good at what they do. It is right. absolutely quality. You know you're going to have a It's the standard. Yeah. yeah. You know you're going to have something that's going to last you forever. You right. You know what I mean? And, that's, and it's something... I don't know. It's, it's really, really cool, man. And it is. I used to think, like, yeah, like I said, Rolexes are for douches, but no, yeah. man, I think the more and more research I did, I used to think, like, they just look kind of basic. And then I, I started... But that's kind of the beauty of them, you know? No. And then I started doing <laughs> research and learning about it, and I was like, I'm so into them now. Yeah. Bro. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Is that, like, because, Mike, I, I know, like, uh, I know you, you can appreciate a nice watch, mm-hmm. but maybe you're not as, like, into it or, yeah, no. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Me and Chris talk about watches, like, all the so, time. Now. Yeah. <laughs> He'll send me pictures of a fucking, of a, of a watch, and I get a half a chub, bro. I'm like, damn, it's a beautiful watch, dog. So, like, are, are you, like, is that kind of, like, what you thought? You saw a guy with a Rolex, and you're like, all right, calm down, bro. You're trying too hard. Or, no. like, you know, is no. it equivalent to the guy that wears too much cologne, you know? Or, like, no, you're like, dude, I don't think settle so. Settle down. No, I I would never like it depends. You can always appreciate like like, okay if the guy's also wearing like Gucci shoes or (laughs) Okay, there's a limit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like on a watch alone, I would never say like, oh, this guy's a douche because of the watch he's wearing. Right. It would be the totality of the the whole package. And nothing else holds its value like a Rolex. No. Nothing like Patek Philippe does for sure absolutely but that's another whole other like price range that's a whole bro. another that, price like... range and that's why like uh because i've done some research on watches i can you tell me i can get a rolex for six thousand dollars seven thousand dollars eight thousand dollars or like a tutor for four thousand dollars brand new i'm like dude that's a hell of a fucking deal because mm-hmm. you get some fucking you know the yacht masters the yacht master twos that we've talked about before that can go in the 20s for a fucking watch i don't see myself ever you know spending twenty thousand dollars on a watch uh you know uh a presidential (laughs) double that you know what i mean so like it i feel like um if 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 you can appreciate the beauty in something like that and it's going to really like it's not really like a materialistic thing i feel like it's something that like you just appreciate the beauty of it's like art like you said it's like something that's hanging on on your wrist man it's on your wrist and you're gonna you, you you do you see it it's gonna make you feel something deeper than just like oh uh you know people are gonna think i'm i'm well off or whatever because uh to be honest with you i don't think people 
because really Rolexes are so simple. Yeah. I don't think people really can tell. Unless oh, like, that's a Datejust. Oh, that's a Submariner. Oh, that's a yacht style diamonds everywhere. Right. Most of them and just look like like they look like regular fucking, watches. Yeah, from 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 afar. <laughs> right, from afar. Once you get them, then you can really you know get your, wear them and and you can really appreciate the craftsmanship behind them. But uh, but yeah, like I've always liked. I've always been a fan of the divers, right? Like the Submariner, the Rolex. That's the that's like the the holy grail. Like kind of like the the standard when it comes to divers, you know, um, and and well, that's I've, pretty much like what every other watch company tries to do whenever right. they make a fucking diver. It's based off of that, right? You know, that Submariner by Rolex, right. you know. And so, uh, other companies, other watch. companies have made like homages, right, to the to the to the uh, the Submariner. The, the Submariner. And like, I've got like a hundred dollar Invicta that I've got that's kind of like holding me over. Just like <laughs> I keep it on my wrist to like remind me that I have to replace it with an actual Rolex one day, and I will, I will. Well, you know, and I, I mean, technically I can go and like buy one right now, but I, I have some like, uh, like I, I, some, something that I want to achieve before doing that. You know what I mean? And it's like kind of personal to me and I yeah, yeah. don't really feel like sharing it right now, but like, you know, it's like one of those things like that you can, it's, it's, it's something that you can get to like commemorize some, uh, or like an achievement that yeah. you make, you know what and I mean? you'll have it forever. A stepping stone you'll or whatever, remember. you know? Yeah, yeah. And you'll always remember it. And so that's what I want to do with that watch, you know, and, and, uh, and I've, I've had my eye on it forever and it's just like, I think it's beautiful and so well-made and it's going to hold this value. And it's been the same fucking watch for, they, they, they introduced it for the first time in 1953, uh, uh, 1954. And it's, if you look at a 1954, uh, Submariner and a, a 2019 Submariner, very, very subtle differences. It looks like the same watch. I mean, obviously yeah. they're, you know, different hands. Technology's improved. It's it's a right. Bit, you but know. if you look at it, you can tell that it's related. It's mm -hmm. the same fucking watch. You know what I mean? And, and it's almost, it, there's something to that. James Bond wore it. Dude, for sure. The original <laughs> you know? James Bond. And so it's it's just uh, well made. It's supposed to because it's a diver. It's it's it holds up really well against like corrosion because yeah. people are like actually go yeah, fucking diving with this shit yeah, in the ocean. You don't you don't have to like baby this. No, you yeah, know, it's gonna be a little bit pricier. But you don't have to worry about scratching it. Right. You know, right. Or, or, or ruining it by going outside or working on the car. Or what I mean, I wouldn't wear it working on. The I wouldn't car, do but, that. But you could. You <laughs> but know, you, could. you could. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, it's a it's a quote unquote sports watch. Yeah. Right. And then. Uh, the cool thing I think about Rolex is that, like, uh, I know I've said before that, you know, they or like they say that they're not really revolutionary, but they have in the past done revolutionary things with their watches that at the time nobody ever did. And they, they had patents on like if you look at watches that have the magnifiers on the dates, mm -hmm. that's called the Cyclops, um, the, the little eye that you have over a date that was a Rolex uh, invention. They proprietized that, and they were the first watch company to do that, and they actually dropped it on the Datejust, um, which was the first uh, watch, uh, Rolex watch to have it. Um, it was and also the first watch that was able to change the date. That's the, that's the thing. The first watch that uh, had an instantaneous date change. So before... As soon um, as it hit midnight, it changes. Uh, that, that, on the, on the, yeah, that's the instantaneous change that Rolex had. Before watches, like starting at like 10 p.m., um, the they would kind of gradually change the date. You mm -hmm. can see the date change gradually into the next day, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, with the date just, what Rolex did is as soon as fucking 12 o'clock hit, that date would fucking flip in the blink of a fucking eye. Sure. It, it just, boom, just fast. And like they, they it's it speaks to the craftsmanship. That speaks to like the like how precise those fucking watches are to where they can do that on a, every fucking day. In you know, a split crazy. second, just pop, pop, You know pop, what's crazy, man? Work. Like, before I really got into automatic watches, mechanical watches, I 
it blew my mind. It was like a few years ago. I had no idea that that automatic watches meant like it didn't need a battery. It didn't need a battery. Like yeah. all you do is you move, and that winds the spring will, in there. So all it relies yeah. on is your movement, right? To be and, able to produce what it needs to be able to work, right? And that keeps perfect time. And it keeps perfect time. Like that as long as you wear it, mind, right? Man. So like if you don't wind it, if you don't wind it, It'll and stop, you don't, it, and, it, and it, if you don't wear it for uh, like on the Submariner, the Rolex Submariner, if you don't, if you stop wearing it, it will keep time for 48 hours yeah. and then after two days it will stop and then all you have to do is uh set the time and wind it you can wind it the crown and set the time and then as long if you wear it every day you don't ever have to wind it again <laughs> but if you stop wearing it for two or three days then you're gonna have to set the time again and wind it but it, it, it's something i i actually enjoy that yeah 70 hours dude <laughs> 70 beautiful <laughs> see the thing the thing about like but there's something even about that because i don't like this invecta is also an automatic movement um but it's like a japanese movement it's not as like you know it's not like a rolex movement obviously but you know sometimes i won't wear it for you know a week or something and then i'll just throw it on but there's something cool about like setting my time on my watch <laughs> setting the date and then doing the do like you know yeah. s- you know like winding it like it's something about that routine too doing it that i kind of like you know yeah. i get to my office i sit down i'm like oh what time well let me you know let me <laughs> Set my Let watch, set my you know, watch. and and it's cool. Like in this in this era of like, you know, obviously we love technology. We're mm. we're fucking doing a podcast, yeah, right. So we're like embracing technology. We love our phones and shit. But like, there's something about having something that's like mechanical on your wrist that's not digital that like is a piece of art that's that that I can appreciate more now in a time where everything is digital and the yeah. time where everything's online. Every, I love having like I don't I don't want to get like an Apple Watch. I don't want to get a fucking Galaxy whatever the fuck watch. I like my my having well, an automatic watch. Well, the problem is with those man like in a couple of years there's a new one. There's yeah. a new one. Yeah. It's not going to be worth shit. It's not. With and these man, these are going to they're not they're going to be worth the same. And they kind of look like shit or more. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look like shit. It's just a completely different ball game, but but it is, different it is. people wear watches for different reasons. True, true. But but like I said, that's that's why I was like so captivated by by mechanical watches. Right. I mean, and there's other that you were not saying Japanese movements. Some of those are great. Like Seiko's Grand right, right. Grand Seiko is like up there with the best of them. And yeah. The the amount of detail they put into their watches is right. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, and there's like you know other other Swiss brands. Panerai is great. Again. Patek Philippe also, but that's a little bit higher right. um, on the price list. Um, Vacheron Constantine. There's so many. There's so many reputable watch brands and people have been making them for so many years, hundreds of years. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. It yeah, really it is. is, and that, and that it really is. I see. I view it as art, and that's why it speaks to me so much. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna, <clears throat> you know, whenever I, I I make the decision to get the Rolex, probably in a, in a couple, like maybe a year or two. Uh, pull the trigger on that and then my dad works at a company where at 20 years they give you a rolex right and he always jokes around he's like nobody gets that rolex they always fire him like at the at 19 and a half years or something but my dad's like he's a beast he's like uh he's you know he's my brother actually worked with him for a little bit, and my brother's like, "Do you just see the way people talk about dad at work? Like, they, like he's the fucking best thing that ever happened to them there." And so, like, uh, it kind of makes me proud, like hearing that yeah, from yeah, about sure. my dad, you know, because he's a really hardworking dude. But anyway, I uh, when he gets his Rolex, whatever Rolex it is, as long as it's not a presidential. <laughs> I want to get like the, the exact same one. same one because like it's almost like you know he worked 20 years for this thing and like I mean he didn't do it for the fucking Rolex yeah. he did it to support his family and help me through college and you know be, you know be a, a great be a dad. dad yeah and so like um I, I just want to like I also want a memory of that like if my dad is going to get this Rolex at 20 years I feel like I I, I kind of want to be a part of that too I, I want to get like the same one so that yeah. I can like wear it and be like dude I, it's for my dad you know what I mean yeah like, one of those things so 
it's cool that you can do stuff like that with watches, you know, and it sounds stupid. Like, why would you spend that much money on a watch? But it, it's not just because of the watch and it's not because I want to show off. It's because it, it means, means something, something to, to me. It speaks to you. And it's, right. That's, that, I don't know, man. There's not a whole lot of things out there that can do that kind of thing. That's true. And that's a thing that you can give to your son. You know what I mean? That's like my you plan. Can, I mean, I, I got one you on can the way, man. And so, like, I want to I wanna have a picture of That's news because last time you said that, that yeah, you know, your yeah, wife yeah. was pregnant and now you're confirming. I just have this vision. Yeah, yeah. I just have this vision. <laughs> it's of, a boy. Yeah, it's a boy. <laughs> I just have this vision of, like, holding him as a baby and then, like, one day this watch will be his. Oh, you know my gosh. I mean? Isn't that that's, cool? That's, yeah, I'm yeah. getting chills, bro. See, that's beautiful, dude. I want, and we, I think we all, uh, like have those feelings that we all want those experiences with our kids and we all want to be able to leave things for them and things for them to remember us by and you better believe me if you have if you get a fucking something as well made as a tutor or a rolex that shit is going to out way outlive you yeah. like it really can as long if you take care of it you don't you don't fucking run it over it's going to keep keeping time i mean go look up fucking, fucking go look up vintage submariner and tell me <laughs> yeah those fuckers are still taking they're still <laughs> they're fucking, fucking running and they're worth way more than they were back then that's true man so yeah man yeah. watches bro <laughs> get one <laughs> Yo, mike you're next <laughs> hey so uh i think we've joked around before that this is a sex positive podcast it is <clears throat> we you know we we <clears throat> really <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> You know, sex is a it's a it's a touchy subject. It really is. And uh, mom, if you're listening, uh, you can you can stop listening. (laughs) Uh, And uh, full disclosure, I had this conversation with with my full disclosure. I've had sex before. (laughs) I've had sex before. Uh, I I had this conversation with my significant other, and she was cool with everything that I'm about to say on the podcast. So nobody be like, oh shit, you're gonna get in trouble. But uh, I, I kind of wanted to talk about like because we don't really talk about like actual sex talk on here, right? <laughs> because it is a touchy subject, and you, you know you don't want to. That's Howard Stern. Taxi cab confessions. Taxi but cab. I wanted to like we we're like, well, what should we talk about on the on the podcast this weekend? I was like, I kind of want to like talk about mm-hmm. this weird fetish that it's I never have. happened. It's never it's happened. Never on this podcast. Never, we're gonna break some news here. Yeah, returning a stone. <laughs> like uh, in in a non joking way, because yeah. obviously we make stupid dick jokes all the time, but. You know, I, I feel like I have this kind of a weird fetish and I wouldn't even I wouldn't say that it's a fetish. I wouldn't say that, like, it's you to the level of I think it's this weird. It's this thing that it's this thing that kind of turns me on. Right. <laughs> it really does turn me on. But it, it and it, I don't think it turns people on. I think it turns people off sometimes. What? But it's I really, really get close. Unco- uncomfortably, <laughs> really, really like mm, yeah. freshly shaved armpits <laughs> a woman mom if you're listening a woman's stop armpits <laughs> no listen dude i remember i mean i appreciate them but i wouldn't no, say no, that no, no. That I, I like getting i like getting all up in there and sniffing those bad boys <laughs> i really do i know it's Sniffle? weird i like i know it's weird but check hear me out so i was uh, I, mean, I remember i was like i was watching tv i remember the day it happened bro i remember <laughs> when it happened and it, it fucking burned into my brain i was watching tv i don't know fucking espn or something i don't know and there was this dove commercial right of this uh of this lady who had gotten married and her her and her husband go into their honeymoon suite and he lays her down right it's a dove a woman's dove commercial Mm -hmm. he lays her down on the bed or or no they both fall into bed and her arms go up (laughs) right behind her head and he goes in to like lay with her and like his face ends up in like her armpit and like he sniffs and like she's wearing dove 
And so he was like, he was like, ah, like it smells good. <laughs> and she was just chill and they're like letting him smell it. And that awakened me sexually, apparently, because I was like, Wait, how was, old were you at this time? Fucking, you know, 22, probably. I don't know. <laughs> nah, not 22, probably like 17. Probably old enough you. to be like, I don't know. It hit you with that marketing. It bro. hit me with that <laughs> Dove women's deodorant marketing worked on <laughs> a 17 year old boy. Those essences commercials. Oh, like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> exactly. Those chicks having were having orgasms. In orgasms. The I was like 12 years old. Like what, dude? What? Dude, yeah. That's insane that they would put that shit on TV. You get some of that herbal essence for my dude. Yeah, dude. That's exactly what happened. And so ever since then, I've been sniffing my girlfriend's armpits, bro. Ever since I was 17. And like, you know, it's it's almost like if you get it's like an intimate spot, bro. You mm-hmm. know, if you're gonna be smelling a girl's I'm, armpit, you really gotta be like, you yeah. gotta be in there. You know, you're not gonna sniff your friend's armpit. <laughs> like you gotta be like intimate with this person Very to get true. that close. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like a it's a, it's like a naughty area, bro. You know, you girls don't like walk around showing you their armpits. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why I'm kind of into armpits, man. And I just wanted to get it out there. What do y'all think? Am I fucking weird? Dude, so yeah, I'm for, <laughs> for sure you're weird. Just stop um, sniffing armpits. Uh, but but I think when like I don't think armpits. I don't think they turn me on, but I definitely feel like it can be a deal breaker, bro. I remember like being yeah. in high school, like looking at the cheerleaders, and like if they had gnarly looking armpits, I was like completely like nah, dude. Nah, one time, ever. one time I took a yoga class, and yeah. there was a girl uh, right next to me. Um, and she was, you could tell she was kind of like a hippie. Like she yeah. had her hair, oh. she was a, like a white girl with dreadlocks, you oh, know? Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, there's one movement where we're raising oh, our yeah. arms up and mm. she's right next to me. So I see her in the Fu mirror. Manchu. Dude, she had a full bush yep. in her armpits oh, and it was like, turn off, bro. yeah, it was one of the most you can do it. uncomfortable no. things I've ever Not, seen. I couldn't do hair. I like the, I like the shaved armpits, but hear me out, hear me out. So <laughs> I don't like, I don't like, so sometimes I get upset cause Sarah will put on deodorant before we go not, to bed and not and let it's you not no 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 listen <laughs> damn it pheromones are a thing no sponsors by uh, sponsored by pheromones so you don't want her to wear a deodorant no i want to it's like the scent of a woman bro like you want to smell the woman it's not like she smells like she was fucking working construction and breaking concrete all day she just took a shower you just shower. want that little stink i just no it's not stink dude it's not like it stinks hold it's up, just hold like up. it's just you it's get like mad because she put on deodorant before you can smell them sometimes i don't smell her fucking armpits every night i'm just saying that like whenever i do i don't want fucking cucumber watermelon you know i, I just wanted to smell that's that's what you're saying yeah i'm okay. like hey dude what the fuck just you like, want the natural scent i just like her scent i just Natch. like the scent because you know <laughs> women smell a certain way right yes or no just yeah. like without anything yeah, perfume sure. or herbal essences or shit. i think that's what it is like if you smell like her armpit like anybody a girl's armpit like and you don't have to deal with the hair <laughs> you kind of get like her scent you know yeah i guess i could see where that's like an intimate thing. and it's like an intimate thing yeah. and so like i feel like i, I was like oh that, that's a you smell like a, i smell like a grown-ass woman mm. i don't know man i think that's what it is huh. i think that's what it i is mean it's me. a little strange but i wouldn't it's not that strange i mean it's okay. strange for sure right 100 but but not. it's not like i'm not sniffing her armpit and jerking it's not like off. i don't want to be your friend <laughs> i'm not it's, doing that it's not like i don't want to be your friend anymore. okay cool bro. Weird, but it's just a little it's different yeah. it's different <laughs> it's just you know kind of gets me going a little no, bit that's bro. cool man i mean i respect that all right 100%. cool all right cool well, at least I don't feel that judged. Yeah, dude, I, know, I feel a little judged. I, don't, I feel like, I mean, it's different. I, <laughs> no judgment. No judgment here. I feel like it's, it's different no because zone. it's something that that's like, maybe it's because it's so distinct to you. Like, it's it like, that's what you like. Maybe yeah. that's why it's like, diff- it's foreign to us. And it's like, it's a little different, but I'm not like, holy hey, shit, it's super weird. Just try it, you know. <laughs> just, try. just try it. How creepy is that, huh? Yeah, just try it. <laughs> just try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we said all that to get into this next part of sex talk. 
fingers and butts. Bro. Fingers and butts. One, yes. Fingers and butts. So how long? <laughs> I guess it just depends on the woman or the girl. There comes a point in time where she tries or she asks you if she can insert one of her digits into your anus. <laughs> there comes a point in time where that happens. Uh, yeah. And I don't understand the infatuation with it. I don't, I, don't I, I blame Cosmo magazine because that's you where I feel like it's something. all, I feel like that's where it all comes. I read it in Cosmo. <laughs> I read it in Cosmo. <laughs> it feels really good. It's like, Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Stimulated prostate like, no, or something. I'm fine. How do you know? You've yeah. never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> You've never, you never tried it. Yeah, well, I you just know, don't want to. I've never, I've never fucking smashed my dick with a hammer, but I'm pretty sure I yeah. wouldn't like that either. How do you know? You've <laughs> yeah. never tried it. Yeah, but dude, I like you know, not to get too you know into detail, but more than one uh, person that I've dated, girl that I've dated, same here, has dude. tried to put you know a finger in my same ass. Same here, and it's never happened. I'm like, hey, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the they're polite and they ask, and other times they just like go no. for it. Other times they do. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah yeah, 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 and so and uh, funny, funny. I, I was I was take, talking to uh, Sarah about. She was like, "What are you gonna talk about the pod- on the podcast tomorrow?" And I told her what we were gonna talk about. She's like, and she was like, "You're you really gonna talk about that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Like you know, because you fucking you try to do that shit like all the time. You try to do that shit, <laughs> and she's like, "I just do it because I know it makes you uncomfortable." Oh, she's like picking on you a little yeah, bit. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah. do it because you you squirm like a little bit. Not because bitch. she actually wants no, to. No, she's like, I, I'd like to see you fucking squirm like a little bit. Because I do, dude. Like, like uh, she does it, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You like, I just like tighten up and yeah, I tense up clinch. and I, I clench. And dude, like, it's, she's, she is like, uh, she's I'm, just I'm fucking like, with you. I'm like Pavlov's point. dog, dude. Yeah. Because we, we used to, sh- I mean, we still shower together every now and then. But like, <laughs> we used to shower together all the time before we had a kid, right? And like, I would drop the soap <laughs> or. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, now we have to. Wait, now we have to bait the kid. Yeah. So, but anyway, so like, I'll drop something in the shower and I'll bend over to pick it up and she'll fucking credit card me, dude. She'll get her fucking whole hand swipe. and just swipe up my crack. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So now, even when so I'm alone in the shower, dude, I bend at, I bend at the knee. I bend the knee, bro. I bend the knee to pick up that fucking bar of soap. You know what I mean? I don't fucking bend at the waist because I never know. Damn. Sir, I might pop out of the fucking, you know, bust the curtain open and around, shove a like, digit in my fucking Decline, ass. bitch. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. so you're prepped for prison, bro. Prepped for prison, dog. No, it's always so. Yeah, one uh, happened not too long ago. I mean, I mean, Haley were showering together, and I dropped the soap, and I just looked at it, and I was like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> there's just something about it, yeah. you know? There's something about it." Yeah, dude. So it's just like uh, I'm at least on my end. It seems like. Sarah just does it to fuck with me, and I can kind of appreciate that. That's cool that she just. But wants it's to more fuck than me. it's more than her that. that right, but somebody, before. yeah, other people that I've been multiple. With also. It happens all the time. Like, but with them, it seemed more serious, and, and that kind of bothered me. I'm like, I don't want to do. I don't want to. Hey do man, that, and dude. if you like that, and you've tried it, it's cool. awesome, dude. It's just something about getting to that point that I just can't. I can't do. But my thing is like, if I wanted it, I would have asked for it, and if I'm not asking for it, then <laughs> my asshole, my How choice, do you know bro. <laughs> I'm scared of liking it. Yeah, let's just say what what we're thinking. I'm scared of liking that (laughs) shit. And then I'm not gonna need you anymore. I'm gonna (laughs) go somewhere else. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? The size of this thumb. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. So 
It might be Cosmo, dude. I wasn't. Th- I was like, wh- like, did they I read feel it like, somewhere? I feel like it's, it's on thirty. It's like an urban legend. It's or like some on thirty-seven percent of Cosmo magazines. If you read the front, it's all. If you read the fucking yeah, like if you, if you every, read the front every page, other month, it's yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Thirty-seven percent of Cosmo. Play with his bunghole. He'll bust harder. <laughs> okay, Cosmo, settle down. How to make him coming back for more? <laughs> yeah, come <laughs> see you, mm. Coming, coming back, back for, for more. more. Just don't, you know, ladies. Just you know, consent, dude. Damn. Is your sex life <laughs> lacking? Well, no means no. no. More. Yeah. <laughs> Shove a thumb in his ass. Yeah, man. I'm not, you know, whatever. If you like it, you're a guy, you like that shit, cool, bro. I'm not going to judge you. I'm just saying I, I, it really makes me uncomfortable if it's on me. <laughs> so, uh, Sarah, stop doing it, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Sarah traumatized uh, you. <laughs> she did, dude. I'm telling you, Pavlov's dog, she just trained me. I'm just like, I'm traumatized. I don't want to <laughs> pick up. I don't want to bend over, bro. I don't bend over for shit anymore. I used to tie my shoes. Bend at the knee, bro. I'm not going to bend over and do that shit. But, uh, yeah. It sounds like Haley might be a little more serious about it, though, right? She, she actually thinks you're going to like it. She only tried it once. Oh, well. Shut that down real quick. You're like, no. Did you, bark, did you bark at her or what? Did you, like, you snapped at her? Sure. Oh. <laughs> I, don't think she, I don't even think she tried it. I think she asked me about it. Uh, but I've been asked before. And yeah. it's just like, it's it's it's. Uh, well, at it's least she no got go. the hint. She stopped asking? <laughs> she might have asked a couple yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> she may have asked a couple uh, times. You may but, be able to get him, Haley. Keep asking. <laughs> be persistent. Well, no, like, don't give up. So, so usually we go through, we Facetime, and we go through kind of like the topics or whatever we're going to talk about beforehand on the podcast. And then, and I was, we were all Facetiming. We were doing the the fantasy football thing, and uh, afterward we were talking about topics. And Haley was in the kitchen, and I'm in my little dining room area. And we're talking about this. She's like, what are y'all talking about? And I told her, she's like, but you've never tried it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. How do you know you don't like it? She still feels a certain way about it, but... uh... It's, it's there in the back uh, of her mind. We'll give you an update if it ever happens. <laughs> hey, just, you know. Hey, so update. <laughs> yeah, next week, it turns out. So update, and I tried it, and I probably will do it again. Prostate <laughs> stimulation is a thing. <laughs> it's not a myth. Uh, well, well, we'll probably all have it done at least once in our lives, you know, you by know, a when physician. You get, it doesn't count. Yeah. We, oh, okay. By a physician. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's that age? Like, yeah, like 50, right? Uh, at 50, yeah, they 50. tell you to do that? I think 50. I don't know. Is it weird that I do it every year? Uh, <laughs> It's like blood work, right? You just do it every yeah, year. I started doing it last year. He's like, you know, you're, I'm planning on doing the, the doctor inserts like you're low in vitamin D. <laughs> How do you know, doc? Oh, shit. Well, well that's it, right? I think that's, that's it, man. That's all we got yeah. for you guys. So we talked about tequila, watches, and getting a fucking finger and in getting your fingered yeah. in your butt. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to us. Obviously, we just get around. We talk about what we would normally talk about when we're just hanging out. We try to narrow it down to style, sustenance, and sports. Uh, We're the One Mountain Cartel. Thank you guys for listening. Catch us on Instagram, YouTube, any podcast platform. We're on it. Thank you guys. Peace.